Welcome back to Gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp. Today with me, I have Becca Boston all the way from Portland, Oregon. She's going to come on today to talk about lessons from learning disabilities. A little bit about Becca. As far, um, as, far as learning disabilities go, it's her superpower and it gives her the ability to speak up, share her experience, educate others, and make an impact within this world. After having been diagnosed with dyslexia and an auditory processing disorder at a very young age, she was taught the importance of advocating for herself. However, advocating for herself became difficult as she was involved in a domestic violence relationship and struggled with mental health. But that did not leave her broken. It actually made her better. She felt shattered and broken from all the trauma that she had been hiding behind her smile and terrified to speak. But I can tell you she has her voice back now, y'all. Uh, today, she believes that the strongest thing she can do is continue to give her pain a voice, and that's so important, and consistently create a greater version that God is creating her to be. So without further ado, I'm going to welcome Becca Boston to the platform. Thank you so much, Becca, for being here and radiating us with your gorgeous smile. Tell us a little bit more about what you have going on, because, you know, a bio is just a bio, and that is not all who you are. <laughs> Yeah, thank you so much for having me. You're such a light in this world. I'm so grateful we connected. Yeah, so I was diagnosed with a learning disability, specifically dyslexia and an auditory processing disorder in second grade. Um, and I truly believe it is my superpower as I've learned a lot of lessons within having it. And at the same time, I learned to advocate for myself, but advocating for myself got difficult. And I eventually in 2020 actually recognized that one of my biggest strengths is giving my pain a voice and really sorting through the broken pieces of my story. So uh, 2020 became my selfish year that I really recognized that and started telling myself, stay strong, stay you back because you got this. And as I started saying it on TikTok, it became a thing. So <laughs> now I am going with stay strong, stay you to help individuals build overall better holistic self-care and create uh, better self-confidence. So. so having been diagnosed with this at such a young age, and you said second grade, do you feel like that reshaped your life whenever you got diagnosed because there was a label that was placed on you? And how do you feel that label has, you know, either hindered you or promoted you? Yeah, I'm very grateful that my parents told me at such a young age. I remember being told in second grade, and I'm very, very blessed to have the love and support that my parents have given me throughout my life. And I think the biggest thing from having the conversation when I was in second grade really taught me that, you know, this is a disability, but it does not define you. It makes you different, and that is okay. So ever since a young age, you know, child, I looked at it as a learning difference versus a learning disability because a disability does not disqualify anybody from life. It's just about readjusting and putting in the hard work that any other individual would do. So, so knowing what you know now, Becca, and just looking back on how you went through the school system, do you feel like 
they did enough with diversity, equity, and inclusion around learning disabilities in school. Because I feel like sometimes kids who are faced with learning disabilities, they feel like they're the oddball out. They have to, you know, be pulled aside and worked with differently. And they are just as valuable as the rest of their peers in the classroom. And I feel like there has to be a way to bridge the gap around learning disabilities and get more kids to see that it is their superpower. So what is your personal stance since you obviously have been through this and going yeah. through it? Yeah, so I, I will say that part of my unique experience is having gone through two schools that were specialized for individuals uh, with learning disabilities. So I was very blessed to have that experience of you know, getting one-on-one -on -one teaching, having very small classes. I graduated with eight kids in my uh, middle school. So um, I would definitely, I did transfer back to my high school, my junior and senior year. And I would definitely say, I felt like there was a little bit of a lack of understanding from teachers that, you know, weren't educated about having a learning disability. And that's the biggest thing is I think uh, it's really important as teachers to really have an understanding and to be patient with us because you know, we're putting in so much hard work behind the scenes. And it's really challenging when we have to get pulled from a class to go to tutoring and then return to the class that we got pulled from to catch up on the work. So I definitely feel like it can be hindering and, you know, definitely take a toll on a lot of different kids. Thank you for sharing that. And what, what advice would you give someone who is trying to go through the storm right now? And the reason why I'm saying storm is because they may be trying to understand, does my child have a learning disability? Is something wrong with my child? What advice would you say to that parent or that person who's trying to find out if, you know, do I need to go get help? Like, should I be, you know, seen by a doctor? Should I, you know, tap in with a support group? Because I want those people to know out there that, you are, you're not alone. There are other people who are going through what you're going through and you're just as important as the next man or woman and you do matter and you're here for a purpose. And this does not define you. If anything, it sets you apart, but you are uniquely you for this purpose and you have a reason. Yeah, I would definitely say to anybody who is seeing warning signs or questioning if there might be a diagnosis, definitely get in contact with the teachers and let them know how the kid is also doing, you know, outside of school. And I think that that conversation between the parent and the teacher is highly important. My mom was a huge advocate for me to let my teacher know how I was doing outside of the classroom. Uh, I've studied for a quick just uh, story. I was studying outside of the classroom with my mom for a week to study for a test. And by Thursday, I knew the water cycle cold for, you know, the test on Friday. And we felt confident I was going to pass. And I took the test and I got the test back and then written in red Sharpie was D minus. I thought you studied and it broke my mom's heart, my, my heart, because we put so much work in behind the scenes. So I think having that connection between the parent and the teacher of what's going on, what are you doing outside of the classroom and what are you doing in the classroom is really supportive to, you know, the child. And, you know, also just anytime you feel like you need to get testing done, I'm always in support of that at any age. 
Thank you so much for sharing that um, insight, your wisdom and your knowledge there. Now let's jump into a little bit of your personal story and your background, because you mentioned that you're now using your voice to overcome your pain because your pain produced purpose in you. You're overcoming traumas and you dealt with other things besides the dyslexia. So let's talk about some of the struggles that you faced in your life and what did you do to overcome those struggles? Um, did you practice self-care? Did you tap in with the support group? What was your outlet to just help Becca get back on track and Becca to be the strong woman she is now? Yeah, so I was involved in a domestic violent relationship and I got to the point where I just, I got sick and tired of being sick and tired of the abuse and I ended it from there. I was blessed to kind of walk into a support group of everyday individuals looking to support one another. And that's where I found individuals who are going through the similar thing that I was overcoming trauma and I did addiction to self-injury. So that was very hard for me as there wasn't really a support group or anything along those lines. So it really was for me, taking it one day at a time, trying to figure out my own recovery. Recovery does not come with a manual and you just kind of have to figure it out. So for me, it was really throughout time, really digging into self-care. And that's why I'm such a huge self-care advocate and self-care coach, because for me, I just had to figure out what self-care looked like so I could get another day clean. Um, and today, really diving into a self-care toolkit um, within the five senses and seeing self-care as holistic self-care. So I think self-care is needed for your progression within life. So I would wholeheartedly agree there because if you don't take care of yourself and if you don't love you, who else is going to do it for you? Like nobody is going to do it when you hit that period of burnt out because everyone is kind of looking at you from, you know, behind the scenes wondering, oh, what is she doing? Or what is he doing? But no one is actually lending their hand out to tell you like, hey, I'm here for you. Let me help you. You don't have to go through this alone. But whenever you find your tribe of people, those are the people that really see you from where you are and they see where you're going and they're there behind the scenes as well as in front of the scenes with you and doing life together and that's so important but I'm glad that you recognize that you have to do what Becca had to do in order to jump over those hurdles and break down those barriers and rise above the limitations so I commend you for putting in the work because when you put in the work and you're consistent that definitely pays off. So now, um, now where you are in your current life, still dealing with, you know, the learning disabilities, overcoming the trauma, and now you're walking into your purpose. I heard you mention that you're getting ready to release your book. You're working on that behind the scenes. You're now coaching others and et cetera. So what gives you the inspiration to keep on going on a daily basis? Honestly, I would say that the inspiration is not always there. You know, I think that it's definitely a wave of uh, emotions. I just, ever since I've been giving my voice, sharing my voice more on TikTok, I think that's really where I've seen a lot of not only my own personal growth, but how my voice matters and where, you know, I do have something to say and I'm not always going to have it perfect and all of that. And anytime that I've questioned about 
you know, what am I doing? Why did I just start this? There's like a God moment of somebody messages me of they needed my, my voice, they needed my message. And it's the small things like that for me, it's, you know, making more of an impact versus like trying to impress people. So it's always the, the impact that comes back to me that keeps me going. So it sounds like your the impact of helping others is your inspiration and your voice, no matter what people think about it, is also inspiring you because within your voice, it's the purpose there and it's you overcoming your pain every step of the way, even if you mess up, even if you fumble over your words, it's still you having that leap of faith and you taking a new step to kind of walk out your journey. And I guess another inspiration would be God is what it sounds like because people tell you, oh, Becca, I, I really needed that and stuff, stuff like that. I mean, you get that positive feedback and encouragement. It really uplifts you. Yeah. And it gives you that motivation to keep on ticking. <laughs> exactly exactly so now um for all those listeners and viewers out there I want you to tell them some gems that they could lean lean on and glean from whenever they're thinking about learning disabilities because ignorance is bliss and I want you to unpack them that and I also want you to impact um, leave some impact for those who may be in a domestic violence situation and what are some signs that they should be aware of and how can they safely get out of that relationship because let's be real some people who are going through domestic violence and abuse they never make it out whereas there are some who make it out so the ones that make it out you are the pillar to help other people yeah so to anybody who has a learning disability, I would definitely say your disability does not disqualify you from life at anything. It gives you the ability to speak up, share your experience and make an impact within this world. And your story is unique to your fingerprint. And that fingerprint is making an imprint within this world. So speak up and let your disability be known as a difference. And to anybody who is in a domestic violent relationship, I know it's hard, but the greatest thing you can do is get out, speak up, and move on. I know it's scary. However, my biggest fear is always remaining in the same place and feeling that pain, feeling that hurt, and as challenging as it can be to get out, you need the right people to help you along the way, and sometimes that just takes brainstorming, thinking differently, and you know, surrounding yourself around other survivors. So there's thousands of survivors out there that could be a light of hope for you. So don't hesitate to give that pain a voice and get the support that you need. So let's let's go a little bit deeper there because I feel like there's some more substance that you could share on that, Becca, if I may dig a little yeah. deeper. Yeah. So what would their exit strategy look like if they're planning to leave? Because you can't do something that's out of the ordinary because then it'll show a red flag to that abuser. So the victim has to really be cunning with, you know, their exit strategy on how to safely escape that relationship. Yeah, I think for me personally, with my journey, I was able to, you know, 
block him. And I honestly just kind of left. And I feared for my life that I would come across him, you know, in my hometown and all of that. However, I took that risk. Um, so for me, I think it's been a little bit different and I understand that everybody's situation is different. So I don't feel like I know fully how to get somebody out of the, you know, if they're in, in the home with somebody. Uh, however, I have <clears throat> had multiple people go to domestic violence um, homes that are out there and there's a lot of different resources. I don't know them right off of the top of my head, but I, you know, there's a lot of organizations that you can lean on and go to, to get yourself out. Okay. Thank you so much for sharing that. So yeah. for you listeners and viewers out there, if you're personally dealing with either a learning disability or domestic violence, just remember that, you know, there's always a way out. Remember that, you know, beauty, beauty does turn into something amazing, but that beauty has to be felt internally as well as externally. So once you feel it inside, then you'll start to experience it outwardly because you have that confidence. Another thing here too is take the opportunities that you have and really build upon them, I would say. And then never let what somebody tries to label you define you. You're more than a label. You're not in a box. You weren't born in a box. So don't think like as if you're in a box where somebody could contain you. Reshift your mindset and change your perspective. And when you do that, you'll see how your life is really going to go in the direction that you curate it to go. Because you could wish, hope, think, pray all day long. But if you're not taking the necessary actions to get the results that you want, then you're only regressing instead of progressing. And I'm going to allow Becca um, to just share some more knowledge with us because she is a wealth of knowledge. And for those of you who are resonating with what she's saying, I challenge you to go connect with her on TikTok and some of her other social media platforms so you can hear some of the messages that she shares on a daily basis because she's not just here sharing this because, you know, she's sharing it because she wants to drive an impact. She wants to plant the seeds so they could reap a harvest. And she wants to share to help somebody else grow and to just spark that inspiration, drive the education and be the motivation that you all need. And whether if it doesn't apply to you right now, pass it on to someone who it does. So go ahead, Becca, and just outpour anything that is on your mind regarding the topics that would help somebody else. Yeah, I think one thing that was coming to my mind as you were sharing is I think somebody who has a learning disability and has gone through domestic violence, I think so often we can think that our story doesn't matter or that people don't understand. And although we may not be in the same pair of shoes, we can feel the same feelings and we can feel what it's like to be at rock bottom. And for me, I have definitely been there. I have been at rock bottom of almost wanting to take my life. And there were a couple different times within that. And I really had to recognize that, you know, we, we all feel this feeling of, you know, I'm not good enough or people don't understand my situation. But when we can recognize it's the same feeling, we can be there to listen and support and be the light within 
each other's world. And I think the other thing for me was really recognizing, and this came from one of my favorite um, transformational speakers and coaches, Trent Shelton. Um, I, as I was feeling suicidal, I came across his video and it was a, uh, your life isn't over video. And in the last, one of the last sentences is broken crayons still color the same. So even if you are feeling broken, you are feeling shattered, you don't see the light within you, you should keep on coloring. That is the promise that I made myself that day, that evening that I wanted to take my life. I said, no matter how hard life gets, I will keep on coloring. And some days that is going to look like black and gray crayons on the paper. Some days that's going to look like bright colors, but no matter how hard life gets, I'm going to keep on coloring. And that has been my motto um, for the past three years. And within the Stay Strong, Stay You has been an inspiration behind the logo as well. So um, really just remember that there's somebody that has always felt what you have felt and you are never, ever alone. Oh my gosh, that is just amazing. Broken crayon, still color. Stay strong, stay you. Oh man, all I can hear is just so much empowerment, so much life, so much joy, hope, happiness, peace, love, kindness, all of those things based on what you have shared. Because even though you went through some gray seasons, some dark seasons, some broken seasons, questions on, hey, do I really matter? Like, maybe I should just check out of here. There was some resilience in you to keep on going. There was perseverance in you to keep on going. You were consistent and you flipped the script on the negativity and you turned it into positivity. You stripped away the pessimistic views and you turned it into views of optimistic. You rechanged your whole world. You did a 360. You got out of that abusive relationship. You kicked learning disability in the butt and you're still kicking it in the butt on a daily basis because it does not define who Becca is and it does not contain who Becca is because you're more than that. And now you're, you came up with stay strong, stay you to empower others to really be strong where they are, as well as to be unapologetically them, to see themselves as they matter, to see themselves worthy, to see themselves for they are a gift. They are a masterpiece. There's so many things that are encompassing in your brand. So can you tell us a mission statement behind your brand and then um, close us out with telling us how to get connected with you on your social media platforms, leave your email or any other information. So that way the viewers as well as the listeners can plug in with you. And most importantly, don't forget your call to action, also known as a CTA. Yeah. So Stay Strong, Stay You is reminding yourself that your strength is giving your pain a voice. Your strength is speaking up and asking for help. Your strength is you gaining the self-confidence to stand on your own two feet and on your weakest days, allowing God to be the strength within you. The Stay You is stay 
true to who you are because your fingerprints are making an imprint within this world and don't ever allow anybody to change your uniqueness. And there's a slogan, because you got this, you got this. We can so often allow other people to, or ourselves, we can be the biggest bully to ourselves, I think, saying we can't do this, I can't do this, but you can do it. Uh, you just have to consistently chase after it and put in the hard work. So you got this, I believe in you, whatever that is, if that's starting a goal, starting a new journey, whatever it is, I believe in you. And sorry, I'm forgetting the other things. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm like over here on a roll and I'm like, uh-oh, I forgot what, what was next. That's why we're dropping gems with Genesis of Mars Camp because we're rolling with the homies. Exactly. <laughs> so the other part was to plug in who you are once again and give yeah. your social media contact so that way the listeners as well as the viewers could tap in with you and follow you along with your journey because it's a beautiful I just thank want you. you to know thank you yeah so my name is Becca Boston number one question I get in my life is where in Boston when I'm from I am not in Boston I am now officially here in Portland Oregon on social media you can tap in with me at uh on Instagram uh, at at stay strong dot stay you and I am most active on TikTok which is at Becca Boston six you can also email me at Becca at staystrongstayu.org. And I'm also on Clubhouse, which is just at Becca Boston as well. So. And there you have it, listeners and viewers of Gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp. You just heard it from no none other than Becca Boston here on the podcast. Make sure you tap in and plug in with her and also subscribe to the YouTube channel and tap in with your subscriptions on the podcast platform where you're listening to this lovely segment at. And you know how we do it. When we close it out, we say peace, love, and lots of blessings. Signing out, Genesis, Amaris, Kemp, and Bag of Boston.